We are I. Sometimes I think, and I sit here thinking this morning, you know what, 4.18 a.m., I'm feeling a little groggy because I woke up at 2, it's only up for maybe 5 or 10 minutes, we fell back to sleep before the alarm went off at 3.30, and you know, I don't know why my mind started getting into this um, analytical place, but I guess the the concept of like what's been marinating and tossing around in my mind is why do we scrutinize life to such a great degree now? You know, and we don't really have too much of a historical comparison, but the one thing that we do know now from the past is that it seems like there was a point in time where we didn't have the capacity to be able to worry about all the things that we worry about today because they just weren't relevant because the the primary concern was merely just survival you know and the facade of survival today isn't really actually physical survival physiological survival it's it's merely financial survival. And this is not a, a model that we've evolved into. This is not a model that we have physiology attached to. I guess in some extent we do because of the the sadness and the happiness and the stress and the relief of stress that this can cause. But it's such an artificial fact of our life, our, our biological life. And the one thing that we don't really have is just that tangible struggle for life itself. And some of the beauty that can come out of that. Like you think technology and creation has come and was birthed out of the ability just to be able to survive and and nothing else. Like everything comes back down to the wheel, the fire, the shelter, the clothes, the things that were just necessary for survival. And everything past that became a luxury. Because, you know, fire at one point in time was an extreme luxury, which then was heat. And a rudimentary form of heat before that was clothing of some kind or the the warmth that you would feel being beside somebody else or an animal that was just freshly killed. You know, when we look at the things that used to provide us something really basic, really tangible, and an easier way to be able to transport our tools, and then the tools themselves. You know, a stick with a clever, a cleverly interpreted stick. A stick that was born out of imagination and reality. I feel like I... Or I understand I need a stick that looks like so, 
So I go out into reality and I find said stick. I know I need a rock that's just so as to go with this picture in my mind that represents this tool that I find to be useful. I go find said rock. And then I find different things that I can use to be able to attach said rock to said stick. And now my life has fundamentally become easier until my tool has broke. And after enough times of this tool breaking, like I need to find a better stick to attach my rock to and a better medium to be able to attach the rock to the stick. You know, these things were actual real problems of life in our, our minds, in our hearts, our creativity, our imagination. This is what our, <clears throat> this is what our time was spent. Marinating, things like this. Like, and then the weather, the, the elements, the food sources, the this and that and the next thing. Like things that were just representations of life. Like actual life. And how much of our day-to-day is representative of life? And I think the reason why that I woke up thinking about this is because I listened to a podcast yesterday while I was driving home, you know, about scams and frauds. And you think like how much of life is either a scam or a fraud and Like this doesn't have to be severe. They don't have to take your money. But I think the reason why that I wanted to listen to this podcast is because of the air quotes scam slash air quotes uh, fraud that Twitter was and that Elon is exposing and directly saying, I'm doing this to be able to help regain the trust of the public saying, I will show you what transparency means. And this is contrasted at the time when the Trudeau government was supposed to be transparent and is not transparent and has lied to the public in Canada, the people of Canada. And the plethora of examples I can give around that. And then you have people like Dr. Jordan Peterson who are coming out and saying that, you know, one of the fundamental rules of life is integrity of your word, like the honesty of your word. Does your word mean anything? When when you give your word that you will be there to help or to be able to do something, to offer something, to give something, no matter what that is, is it true? Is it authentic? Does it mean something? Like these are the things that we need to know. These are the things that we all need to know about each other. And we, we severely our way at some point in time severely lost our way and why and how did this happen and why were we so willing to to let it happen is that how malleable we are as human beings to the the dark side or is this willful ignorance on our behalf of the slow trickle of the dark side creeping in and having this facade that's really actually not that bad because it's not like the dam burst. It just has a small crack in it. 
and it never burst, and the crack is still the same. But if you took the amount of water that that crack has let out of that dam over the last hundred years, there'd be a lot of water. It would seem like a flood. It would seem like a monsoon. People would be worried. But it hasn't been, and it didn't. And it still is this slow trickle. So scams and frauds and misinformation and people calling misinformation, misinformation. And the one thing that I've learned over the last couple of years <clears throat> is the the people who are crying out misinformation and disinformation, it seems like 99% of the time that those are the people who are lying. And the people who are simply just stating facts are left in this vacuum of confusion and having to defend themselves, saying like, no, it's not. And then when they say, no, it's not, it's like, censor that person. Take their voice away. When you have legitimate dissent, and that is labeled as misinformation, when you have an arena of life that refuses to emit kind of an arena full of people, full of humans, when you have that arena full of said humans, who refuse to admit and actually confront where we are actually at today. How do we course correct in any kind of meaningful way? Because the people, the people who want to are. And where does the majority live? Is the majority shifting back to personal responsibility or accountability? Or is it easy just to kind of keep on going about your merry way?